Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Hi everyone, this is Carol Topp from homeschoolcpa.com and welcome to the Homeschool Leader Podcast here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I recorded a webinar back in June, on June 1st, 2020, and this is now being recorded in September, three months later. The webinar was designed for homeschool leaders who were in a very difficult position trying to make decisions about their future, the future of their the programs and the groups they led in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of things had changed for homeschool groups. They couldn't uh, figure out if they would be allowed to meet in their buildings or if they had some certain health requirements, social distancing, mask wearing, sanitization, things like that. So the webinar was me and three other homeschool leaders who agreed to talk about the whole process of how they make decisions, what decisions they came to, and in June, how they were planning the future. So I have taken the highlights of that webinar and broken it into the six different podcast episodes, which will be kind of the highlight reel of the webinar. If you want to watch the webinar, because there are slides to go with it, as well as see the panelists as they're talking, you might enjoy that. Uh, It is available on YouTube. Um, You can uh, Google on YouTube, Homeschool CPA webinar, something like that. Or you can find it in the show notes to this podcast episode and the following podcast episodes. And you can always find the show notes over at homeschoolcpa.com slash podcast. And the look for podcast numbers 197 through uh, 202. And you will find the show notes there. I hope you find what the panelists say helpful as they talk about how they make decisions, answer questions from the audience, and in general, just get an idea of what other leaders do, how they run their organizations. Even if you're not trying to figure out an uncertain future like they were, and we still are here sitting in the fall, it's things are still very uncertain how they're going to play out in the next few months with the pandemic still raging here in the United States. But I think you'll just find it to be a very helpful webinar, as many people have and have watched it and will benefit from it. So um, sit back, enjoy the highlight reel, or go check out the whole webinar. It's uh, available to you at no charge at all, uh, just to my way of helping homeschool leaders run their organizations as successfully as they possibly can. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Doreen. Okay. Um, I think you might have kind of answered this in a couple different ways with uh, the emphasis on a board decision and uh, communicating that as a board decision. But what if you have the opposite problem of people minimizing health recommendations? Have you had that experience? Have you dealt with that? What are your suggestions? Anybody want to tackle that one? I don't know about minimizing it, but we have people who just are anti-government and so don't want anything to do with what the CDC has to say. So there's that. And your response to that then is? Good question. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, right now our response to everything is we don't know, maybe, we'll see, we're not sure what's going to happen in two and a half months. There's a lot of that kind of response of uh, just a lot of wait and see um, because we're not even going to meet again and for a few months. So it's kind of, we're going to put the policies in place now and everybody knows those are not going to be the policies that are going to, you know, come September. Okay. Um, if you have uh, teachers who are paid for employees. Hang on, hang on a sec, Doreen. Oh. Amanda, did you want to weigh in on that question? Amanda Campbell, Sorry. you unmuted yourself. Did you want uh, to weigh in on having it? I would just say that um, I think this is the reason to have good um, handbooks and procedures written ahead of time because for us, it's part of our registration process. So you, when you register, you're agreeing to the, you know, the handbook or whatever. Um, so if you don't like it, don't register. And, and, and it's still an issue because homeschoolers are not typically rule followers, right? But um, it, it's how we try to handle that ahead of time. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's see. None of you are, are attorneys, but are any of you cons concerned about lawsuits? Has that crossed the mind of the board? Go ahead, Amanda, in Ohio. So we actually talked to our insurance company about this um, because we were concerned with personal liability. Um, if we uh, were to meet, could we be sued and would we be covered? Um, our insurance company told us that as a religious group and they focus on insuring religious groups that uh, they would cover us. We actually do have the higher uh, coverage of um, it's like board member protection or something like that, where it actually insures each board member individually. There's no way I would do this without good insurance coverage. Not, not a chance. So uh, just because of the society that we live in, whether you're talking about COVID-19 or something else, um, having that insurance coverage uh, gives me some peace of mind um, in being able to walk forward and make those decisions, so. Thank you. Amanda Campbell, you wanna weigh in? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, we, I and I wouldn't want anyone I know to do this job without proper support and um having been through this this is our in my two years this is our third like the pandemic being our our third major traumatic event <laughs> that involves needing legal extra background and i and i will say it i'm i'm grateful that we've always had really good board liability insurance. Um, I, this week, have spent a lot of time back and forth with our insurance agent to ask more specifically about COVID and, and also about um, more online concerns. You know, um, things like if someone were to expose themselves to kids on a Zoom class, that kind of thing, like, are we liable? Um, and so, uh, what I've learned is that our general liability covers an awful lot of all of that, but it, we do have an exemption for um, the virus. So one of our discussions this week will be like, how much do we want to um, 
look into purchasing more insurance to cover that or um, the other thing we're looking into is is adding um, like a, by registering you assume responsibility knowing that you mm -hmm. uh, put yourself at risk for whatever that kind of a statement and where to put that and how to put it in so those sorts of things are things that we're looking into as we consider making our decisions about what we're going to do too that's really good. Thank you. Doreen, another question? Yes, a couple of people have asked, um, what, if anything, are you all doing to prepare for a potential influx of homeschool families for your groups and co-ops? Excellent question. Go ahead, Amanda Camel. All right. So given that there's a high likelihood that there may not be school here in the fall, and that kids will continue to do distance learning, which apparently no one really loves. <laughs> um, we are very concerned about a major influx in the fall of what we're kind of referring to as either crisis homeschoolers or temporary homeschoolers. Mm -hmm. Not to say that a sizable amount of them may fall in love with having their kids at home and want to go this route. And in particular, we've been talking about how we sort of also suspect a lot of kids with special needs because those, whether they, even if the kids do go back to school, they're also cutting all music, art, phys ed, and special needs programming up here for the school. So um, that also push is going to push more people to homeschool. Um, so we're, we're both concerned about continuing to meet the needs of our active, consistent members who are homeschoolers at heart and have real needs and we want to meet them with all these changes, as well as properly support and help new homeschoolers regardless of how they got to us. Um, for us, our advocacy team is a huge part of that. They do a lot to, they do what we call homeschooling 101 free meetings. We've done them at libraries every month forever, and now they're doing them on Zoom. Um, those are getting larger, <laughs> much larger. Um, we also have a homeschooling 102, I think we call it, for high school. So helping families more with um, how to put together a transcript and things like that. But um, We've also been talking about how do we do like small topic video training. So in particular, my vice president and I are starting to create small short videos of, first of all, how does the organization work? Um, what is homeschooling? But also how do I register for an event? And who do I contact if my school's giving me a hard time and um, how do I make friends and how do I figure out what curriculum to pick and all those things um, that new people who are coming into this with zero previous information or reading or knowledge are going to be asking. Um, we're very concerned about our current leaders um, getting burned out fast, basically just answering questions, the same sort of questions over and over again. So um, that's sort of our summer project. Is that, to and I will point out, Amanda, videos. your group is a little unique in that you're almost more of a statewide organization, really. And many of the, like Ohio yeah. 
statewide organizations kind of already have some of those basic questions yeah. that new people interested in homeschooling ask. And it sounds like you're kind of catching up and using great technology with doing video shorts. That's great. Yeah, we're going to try. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else want to weigh in on that question? What about an influx of temporary homeschoolers or crisis homeschoolers? Can you accommodate them? Uh, I don't know if... It I don't know if we have really thought a lot about how that's going to change our organization, but one of the things we did when we had a little extra time over the course of these last few months um, is kind of really clarify our statement of faith. So that way people who are coming in, they knew exactly what it is that we stood for so that there wasn't any confusion um, because we've had, we've, we've struggled with that in the past. So I think that that is going to, that's all, you know, as a Christian organization, we really are concerned about is that um, those who are coming in hold to the same overall belief system as us, you know, not denominationally driven, but just a general um, statement of faith, but uh, that's it. That's the only thing that we've really done to prepare. And we, it wasn't really in response to this. It just kind of is going to be helpful going forward. Yeah. Okay. Did you want to weigh in, Amanda, or should we take another question? The, the only thing I would add to both of those things is just um, we've, we've structured our registration to allow our returning members to register first because it is that online program and then we're going to open up to new members um, because we do want to serve all that one of, that we can but we know that we can't serve everybody um, and i've read some articles that are projecting like a 600 percent increase in homeschooling we couldn't take six times the number of homeschoolers in our group because of what we're trying to do so uh, we're just trying to serve the people that are here here already and then bring in as many more as we can help will help all right thank you very much homeschool leader do you feel confused or overwhelmed by the job of running your homeschool group you're not alone carol top the homeschool cpa is here to help carol is an accountant author and retired homeschool mom who understands you her website has helpful information on co-ops paying workers and managing the money in a homeschool group if you need personalized advice, set up a consultation with Carol. She's happy to discuss your particular situation. Visit homeschoolcpa.com today and get the information you need to successfully run your homeschool group.